This podcast is a love letter to my VAs, OBMs, and PMs out there. I see you. You started your business for the freedom. You started your business for your family. You started your business for a million other reasons that only you know. But you're stuck and you're struggling. Well, no more. Get ready to move. Get ready to grow and learn together. We're here to work through the tech, work through the growing pains, and work towards a business that you can fall in love with over and over again. See that woman over there who's running it like a boss? Let's go ask her how she did that. Hello, my friend, and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to chat with one of the members of Agency Thrive Mind today, Mary Zargarian. Mary is the CEO of Zargarian Consulting. She and her team partner with teams and organizations to leverage their strengths in business and build systems to handle the rest. Now, as you'll hear in our conversation today, Mary joined the Agency Thrive Mind when she was very, very early on in her agency growth. And oh my word, it has been absolutely amazing, not just to see the growth of her business, but to watch her grow as a leader and as an agency owner. So let's go ask Mary how she grew in leadership and self as an agency owner. Mary, it is so good to have you on the podcast. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So tell our listeners who you are, what you do, and who you serve. I am Mary Zargarian. I am the CEO and founder, principal consultant, just kind of all the hats, which we'll probably talk about today, of Zargarian Consulting. We are an agency, um, an amazing team of women who help small businesses um, turn their workloads into workflows. Oh, I like that. Workloads <laughs> into workflows. So how long ago did you get into the online space and start your business? Just the whole thing. How long ago was that? Oh my goodness. Well, today is actually my son's birthday. And it was mm-hmm. when I was pregnant that this idea came to life that I'm going to need to start my own business in order to, to be a present mom throughout this process. But I started the business officially in August of 2018. So I've been online for a little while. Okay. But it's been through many evolutions and pivots. Yeah. And so the way that it is today, being a a service-based business, service provider for other businesses since August, 2021. So just a year and a half. Okay, cool. I love that. That I like when people point out their evolution of their business because I think that a lot of times, like we see pivoting or evolving in our businesses, like as failures. And it's like, no, that's what every business does. Like if you look at Amazon, what they were, you know, when he first started <laughs> in his garage and what it is now, like clearly it's made evolutions. So yes. yeah, I, I appreciate that. That like your business has evolved. <laughs> Well, look at like companies like Netflix. They started off as a DVD business. Right. Exactly. So why do we expect that we're going to like stay exactly the same and that we're like failures if we don't? So, (laughs) okay. So when did the idea of, hmm, maybe I want to have an agency, when did that pop into your head? Ooh. So when I left my corporate and went into business full-time, I went from coaching, which was what my business was before into consulting. And 
I was having initial conversations with my husband, like, oh, one day, like in three years, wouldn't it be great to have an agency, like have my own team? And then all of a sudden, six months into the business, I became so overwhelmed by joy, but mm-hmm. by the influx of people saying, oh my gosh, I need your help. My coaching business needs systems and I need someone to actually do the work because I don't want to. Yeah. Um, where I realized, oh my gosh, I need a team. So mm-hmm. last January, I made my first team hire and then it quickly grew. We had eight team members at one point last year. Wow. Yeah. That is a lot of growth in one year. So in that lots of growth, what did you learn about yourself and what went well in the growth and what kind of surprised you? And also what didn't go well? I know that's a multi-part question. So we'll like, we'll go through it as well. (laughs) Let's unpack that. Yeah. Let's unpack that a little. (laughs) So what did I learn about myself in that process? My determination to figure this whatever this is, this business, this lifestyle, all of it to figure this out because I always had my why, my reason for creating Mm -hmm. this business in mind. What surprised me was my resiliency Mm -hmm. throughout the process of being able to be like, well, that didn't go according to plan at all. What are we going to do next? And giving myself an ability to bounce back. I think Mary, like five years ago, would not have been able to and would have been like, okay, I'm done. I'm heading back into corporate. I'm going to find me a job. And so I learned a lot about myself and grew a lot in the process. Mm -hmm. Now, my business, oh my goodness, my business went through a lot. And my team, thankfully, was along with me. And those Mm -hmm. that are remaining are still (laughs) still (laughs) bought in and still amazed by the ideas and the growth and the vision that we have. But yeah, it was it was quite a year of many ups and downs. And now our team, I mentioned at one point last year, we had eight. Now we're down to four of us. Yeah. And I think that's an awesome, an, an, another thing that I love pointing out that, you know, your team is going to go up. It's going to go down. You're going to find people that you think are perfect fits and are going to be around for, forever. And then they're not like, all of these things happen. And I love the fact that you pointed out that you uh, kept your why in mind. And I think that that is the part that creates the resiliency in us. If we're looking at only the problem that's in front of us, it's really easy to toss in the towel and be like, this clearly isn't working. But if we're looking at like, no, this is what I said I wanted to do. And maybe I need to like shift how I'm doing it or how I'm going about hiring or like how I'm onboarding my team members or what my services are or whatever, but it doesn't change the actual goal or the, you know, the bottom line of why you're doing all the things. Yes. And surprisingly, the strongest indicator of if I'm still aligned to my why or not is my son will make a comment <laughs> and it'll just like hit me to the core and be like, oh, you're right. Thank yes. you. Thank you for uh, being a mirror for me. Yeah. Oh, those darn kids. <laughs> Don't oh do it every time. Well, if it's not him, it's it's my husband. It's somebody, yeah. but someone reminding me. Yeah. That you're right. Why am I stressing and mm-hmm. and all worked up over this one thing or trying to get back in time for an 8 a.m. meeting? All of these things when I'm like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. This isn't the life or the vision of work and life balance that I thought I was going to create for myself. So why am I stressing over it? Yeah. We do it to ourselves, right? Because one of the things that right before uh, winter break, we were talking a lot about in Thrive Mind was like taking time off, 
for the holidays. And people would be like, oh yeah, I really want to, you know, take like a few days off. So, so I was like, well, well then why don't you? Like, it's your business. Like, why is this a conversation instead of like, I put time off on the calendar and I'm taking this time off. We do it to ourselves. <laughs> we do it to ourselves. Well, most of our conversations, right. And I find it's always like, oh, my goal and intention for my business is to create more space. And you'll just push back and be like, well, then what are you doing about it? How are you creating the space? <laughs> it doesn't yep. have to be an annual plan. Like just do it. <laughs> do it. Exactly. Don't like stop asking for the permission or thinking, you know, I, and I know that I did this when I, especially when I first started my business, thinking that people would be mad at me because I'm such a people pleaser. And I think that those of us who are excellent at our businesses, part of the reason why we're excellent is because we do value customer service. We want to be great for our clients, but I think that eventually, and a lot of times it comes at the expense of our why and the expense of what we actually, like the reason that we created this whole thing in the first place. So we have to, we have to get back to that balance. And sometimes we need that outside person pointing to me. <laughs> we need that outside person to be the person to be like, um, you could just do that, you know? <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> we like to work it up into this big thing that we have to plan for and ask permission mm-hmm. and check in with our clients on. It's like, no, 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 no. You get to set the boundaries. Yeah. And you get to do that for yourself. It's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, hey there. Can I interrupt this amazing episode for just one second? I want you to listen up right now, especially if you've done it. You've built a successful and booming business, and now you're ready to take it to the next step and start or grow an agency. An agency model business can be a great way to increase your income and impact without adding more implementation work to your plate. But without the right support systems and team, it can definitely feel overwhelming and crash and burn. That's why I created the Agency Thrive Mind, a supportive group coaching program for agency owners. Imagine being in a supportive space where your fellow members and coaches get you, are rooting for you, and are there to help you during the ups and sometimes downs of building this new level of your success. Ready to hear more? I can't wait to share it. Head on over to TashaBooth.com forward slash ThriveMind for all of the info. That's TashaBooth.com forward slash ThriveMind. So let's talk a little bit. And I know that you're still like a year-ish into your agency, but I want to talk about the messy middle because I think that that's a place <laughs> for those that nobody can see you right now, but like <laughs> Mary is like smiling and it's that devious smile of like, oh, done, I know it, right? <laughs> the messy middle. So hard conversations, parts of being a CEO that are the least fun. Tell me what you do in those situations. Do you have like, you know, I, I have my girl group of, of other women CEOs that like I can go to and just vent to what, what do you do in those circumstances? It's interesting because my first career, my corporate career was in human resources and leadership development. So this is the space I was in before and when Mm -hmm. I was coaching. And so I like to first and foremost, pretend like I'm stepping outside of myself and I'm coaching myself. Mm -hmm. What would I tell a coaching client in this case, if they were going to approach that difficult conversation Mm -hmm. and just plan out those key points? Okay. Is it going to be difficult? Great. Anticipate what's going to be difficult about it and see if I can either get myself over that mindset shift Mm -hmm. to prepare for it, or if I could just anticipate how to respond when there is going to be a reaction. Mm -hmm. And then, yes, I have 
other CEO friends that I, I tap into and bounce ideas off of. And then my husband, I call him my advisor. <laughs> I even think I have him on my website as the advisor. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and I, I check in with him. Mm-hmm. He and I typically will bounce ideas off of each other and talk through those difficult conversations before it happens. But I've had to have them with people on my team this past mm-hmm. year and with clients. So it's yeah. going to happen and you can't avoid it. Yeah, you can't avoid it. But I think that preparation is key for it. And also realizing that not every hard or difficult conversation needs to be contentious. And I think that people are worried about the conflict part of it. But if you go into it and lead with love, like people are very, I think that that's one of the things as a leader and as an agency owner that I've been surprised at, that like you can end a relationship, you can, you know, end that the relationship that you have in terms of the business and still walk away respecting each other or feeling like both people have been heard in whatever the situation is. So that's an important part to remember too. (laughs) Yes. And if I know it's going to be a really big, difficult conversation, Mm -hmm. I will prep. And it's not just an overnight prep. I'll prep for a couple of weeks. I'll Mm -hmm. let myself sit in that space and really say, okay, is this what I want to do? And I'm ready to have that conversation. Just recently, I reconnected with a client who we ended up parting ways with last year and because of one of those conversations. And she said, Mary, thank you. Thank you for everything that you said. And I wrote her like a summary of observations or recommendations type of report to as like a parting mm-hmm. gift. Mm-hmm. She said she adopted nearly everything that I recommended and her business is all the better for it. And it's nice to be able to reconnect with people after the fact and know, okay, even though it didn't quite go the way that we had intended when we first started working together. Yeah. That it worked out for the best for everyone. Yeah. Uh, I love that. What do you think, and we're kind of changing gears in this, but what is the best part overall about owning an agency, about being an agency owner? I love having a team and being mm-hmm. a part of a team. Mm-hmm. And, well, my team would probably argue that sometimes I do act as if it's just me <laughs> running the show. <laughs> We're still figuring that out, but knowing that I have a team there that we can bounce ideas off of each other. I love a good like whiteboarding session, brainstorming session. And we're doing that internally. And also I'm getting their objective feedback. Like how does this offer that we're about to release look and sound and feel like, what do you see your part in this versus me just telling them like, I need you to do this. Like, no, no, no. What part of this excites you? So I can play into that. Uh, so I think yeah. it's the team aspect of it. And I would miss that if I wasn't an agency. Yeah. I think that that was, that is one of the things that I love the most. And that was one of the driving forces behind having an agency when I first started too. And I think that the collaborative nature of having a team and understanding that also you're not always the smartest person in the room when it comes to everything. So allowing those people to be the people that, you know, step up and become the experts in the room. And uh, it's, it's so cool when it, when it happens that way that you just watch your team grow and shine and make like your entire company better. Yes. Like I was giving a training and having one of my team members on the training with me. And I mm-hmm. turned to her, I was like, the next time, would you like to do, I'll prep you and I'll be there to support you and answer questions. But would, is this something that interests you? Yes. I asked the next team member, she said, oh no, <laughs> I'd much rather focus on like reports and metrics. Yeah. I'm like, awesome. There's a place for that too. Mm-hmm. So 
it it's nice being a part of a team and also feeling a little bit of responsibility for the team mm-hmm. and being able to help them grow and find work that's interesting for them. Yeah, definitely. So before we close, I'd love to pick your brain out a little bit about Agency Thrive Mine. And you joined when you were early into the process of your agency. So had you even hired your first team member when you started in Thrive Mine? I can't remember. I did. I had two team members. And I think even a week after I started Thrive Mind, I hired two or three more that very week. You're like, it, just it, all the people. <laughs> well, I had opened a role for a VA uh-huh. at one point. And then through the process, I was having conversations with people. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe the VA role isn't right for you, but I can see you doing, again, mm-hmm. I can see you doing great with this area of our business and for our clients. And so I was like, you know what? The more the merrier. Let's just bring everybody yeah. on board. We'll find some work. And if we don't, that's okay. At least we're all connected somehow. Yeah. Okay. So you were like two to three people in when you first joined Thrive Mind. Yeah. And what has been the most helpful thing in Thrive Mind for you during this whole crazy year of growth? <laughs> I feel like it's the connections. I know I haven't been as active throughout mm-hmm. the whole process, but anytime we're doing a planning session together, I'm there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I absolutely block off my calendar for it. I feel like it's being a part of a group of women who are all going through a similar process Mm -hmm. where I'm realizing, okay, as crazy as this past year of establishing and growing this agency has been, I'm not alone. This is normal (laughs) (laughs) and typical. And there are others out there in the same space as me. It it's reassuring Mm -hmm. and comforting. I appreciate that part. I just had something happen in my business recently and I reached out to a friend of mine. We're in very similar places like years in business, number of team members, financials, all of that stuff is is very, very similar. And I was like, hey, I just need to unload a little bit. And like, this is what I'm going through. And she was like, girl, I have not told you about the last month and a half. And like, she was going through the exact same thing. And I was like, I felt like such a failure. I felt like I was alone. And having that validation of like, no, like this is normal. Businesses go through ebbs and flows, you know, life things change. And yeah. So having that comfort of being surrounded by people who get you, who understand your journey makes such a difference. (laughs) Such a difference. And honestly, I find with masterminds and group programs like this, that's the most important aspect of it for me personally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like the training materials and everything, the resources, those are all great, but it's the connections to the other participants and recognizing that we're in a similar place and that kind of evolution and path. Yeah. So good. good. And one of the other things I do love about how I've designed Thrive Mind and also some of the changes that we're making inside of Thrive Mind now is the fact that like some people come in like you and you're like, I need community. I just need people to bounce ideas off of. I need somebody to answer my questions. And other people are like, I need all the templates. Like, give me the templates. (laughs) 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 I need the trainings. Like, so, you know, you can come in and get what you need out of it and leave the rest. And I tell people that on their onboarding call, like, you know, this is a resource library. This is a community for you. What do you need out of it? Take what you need, leave the rest. Yeah, totally. Any words of advice to those out there who have agencies right now and maybe who are going through things ups and downs of owning an agency, ups and downs of being any kind of business owner. Let's just be honest, you know, all all of it. Any words of advice for them? Don't do it alone. Mm. And I know I've talked about my own personal connection and how community and team and everything is so important to me, but you 
don't have to do it alone. You can get into an agency Thrive Mind because of the mentorship and guidance you get from the coaching team. You can get connected to other people, mm-hmm. access the resources. Just like you said, there's something there for everybody. And I was finding value in it. I mean, week one, when all of a sudden mm-hmm. I realized, oh, am I doing this? Am I hiring three more people? <laughs> like doubling the size of my team in one week felt big, but it wasn't scary because I felt like, okay, when this all starts coming down around me, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm yeah. in a safe space to explore what that looks like. Yeah. Well, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for your time. Where can people find you online? I am at zargarian.org, Z-A-R-G-A-R-I-A-N. I always spell that out, no matter who I'm talking to. Um, zargarian.org and on Instagram as Team Zargarian. Okay, and we'll have both of those in the show notes. Thank you so much, Mary. Thanks. There are three things I know a lot about. Launching, growing an agency, and musical theater. If you're starting or growing a done-for-you service agency, then I definitely want you to check out the Agency Thrive Mind. This is the program for done-for-you service agency owners looking for support and accountability. Inside of Thrive Mind, you'll have access to both one-on-one and group coaching, a smaller accountability pod cheering you on, a resource library full of templates and trainings, monthly group mindset coaching, guest expert trainings, and so much more. Head on over to TashaBooth.com forward slash ThriveMind for all the details. That's TashaBooth.com forward slash ThriveMind. Until next time, remember to keep smashing your goals and pushing forward because you are doing a great job.